This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. You press a cop button. Welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are live this chilly Sunday afternoon. I'm Ben Mercer. I'll be helping to field your calls. This show is all about you and your stuff, your antiques, collectibles, coins, comics, anything old or rare that you think may have value. You can get a free appraisal right now by two in-studio experts. They are two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada. Good afternoon, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. How are you guys doing? Good. I can't believe they're still calling me an expert. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, it's been a good week. Actually, after last week's show, what a response we got this week. But one was a little bit weird. What do you mean? What do you well, mean? You weird? know, last week I was saying you have to get a second opinion. If you're going, if you're going to get something appraised and you want to sell it, Find out what it's worth from two different people. So a guy comes into my store, asked me what something was worth. I said it was worth about $1,500. Oh, I just sold it for $1,300. Oh. And I said, well, the idea about getting a second appraisal is that you're supposed to get both appraisals and then sell it. So he's Not- telling you about the deal he did. Yeah. He's telling me about the deal he did. <laughs> and that's why I have to mention it. People come up, to, we give the addresses, 10,341 Young Street, but we are right next to another big coin shop. Head and to head. We're, hey, what's a little competition? So, and we send people there, and it's a place so you can get a second opinion. Like he actually, he built a wall between us. That's how much he dislikes us. Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah. But, when people come up there, if you're coming up to get an appraisal from us, you can go to him or anywhere else in the city. But if you're getting your second opinion from us or even your first, we're, we've got our pictures outside our store. We're a small store outside this really big store. And we've got an unfair advantage over him, though, because we just don't have his overhead. So we can pay a little bit more and we actually sell for a little bit less. Say you're buying a gold bar, mm-hmm. Okay. So a gold bar is gold. It's one ounce. It's going to be RCM. We're selling exactly the same bars as other people do in the city. But right now we're selling for $1,720, which is about $45, $50 over the price of gold. Nice Christmas gift. It's a nice Christmas gift, but you can buy gold. And we'll, but people will go and they'll pay, they'll second opinion. I just bought this gold bar for $1,760. I said, well, we're selling for $1,720. It's no different. It's not a better or worse gold than what you just bought, but it is a little cheaper. And like I say, it goes back to our advantage of we don't have his overhead. And that's mainly because I don't pay Bogart. 
We should give the phone numbers. We are live this chilly Sunday afternoon. You can get a phone appraisal on anything that you think might have value. You've been lugging it around maybe for generations, an heirloom. Now's the time to call in whatever it might be, an old book, a rare book, a picture, a painting, an antique, old farm equipment, a Royal Dalton, anything that you might think could be worth money. You can call in right now, 416 416- Three six zero zero seven forty again four one six three six zero zero seven forty. If you're out of town, it's one hundred percent toll free. The number is one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. So Bogart, you guys are sort of setting up what the Hatfields and the McCoys are going head to head with another same style store. Are you at the store every day? And do people ever come in and say, "Can I have your autograph"? Uh, no, I'm not there every day, but uh, yeah, some people come by and ask for an autograph, and I point him at my dad, and I said, he'll give you one. He'll charge you, but he'll give you one. You don't charge. I Get don't out of charge. here. No, no. No, he charges for a picture with them. That's what he does. Well, that's fair, because that's energy. Yeah. No, a lot of people, we've had people from all over the world come to our shop, and I mean, they'll come and they'll take a little souvenir, or, or we've sold stuff from the show. People take stuff from the store? You got to charge no, them. No, no. That's why I don't pay you. I don't charge enough. <laughs> No, we've had people, and they just come and want to see us and find out a little bit. We don't mind even answering questions about the show here today as well. But, and they'll ask, a lot of what I do say, if a person is there before noon, they say, where's Bogart? And I look at my watch, and I say, he's probably asleep. Oh, come on. And then right away they know it's not all shtick. You're really a show-up-at-noon guy. All right, good. No, you know, a few minutes after, it's, you know, it's... (laughs) Okay, so listen, um, you guys also have a big auction coming up on October 15th. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Now, this is cool. We Next week on Saturday, you can bid online through iCollector, or you can come to our store and bid. We have over 600 lots of, you know, Royal Canadian Mint product. This is stuff you buy from the Mint or you buy from the post office, but we're just selling it for a lot less. It's brand new in the box. It has the certificates. No one's messed with it, and it's, it's going out to the highest bidder. And we also have coins where it's going to be gold in there, silver, jewelry, comics, um, some old toys. It's something a little bit for everything, but it's an actual auction. And when you, what do you guys buy other stuff? People want to come in. They want the Pawn Stars experience. They're going to come in with an old sleigh, says Rosebud on the bottom. You're going to call in an expert, then tell them their dreams have come true. at $75,000. Yeah, you know who he calls? He calls me. And he acts like he's talking to somebody on the phone, and then he'll make up a price. That's what he does. <laughs> and good. he'll literally buy anything. You bring him a bag of peanuts, he'll be like, you know what? I'll buy that. Uh, well, hold, hold on a second. We, uh, and the phone lines have lit up here, but one of them happens to be timely. We're going to go to Pat in Burlington asking, do you make house car- calls? One thing we haven't talked oh. about is a lot of people go, we've lost someone in the family. They have a house. They were a collector. I don't know where to start with the sale of this property, let alone the contents, you're seeing more of that. Yes. We do make house calls. In fact, this week, I had a call right after this show, and um, it actually turned out they want me to buy the contents of the house and the house, as it turned out. That's but a I big just deal. want the contents, actually, in this case here. And it's everything waterfur, they have chandeliers, furniture, houses as clean as a whistle, a lot of nice stuff, but it's also work to do it. And... They're lucky they actually called me because I actually know a lot of this, uh, the china, the glass, everything's still brand new in the boxes. And we're probably going to do the house sale there rather than take the stuff out. 
It'll be able to do the house sale. We'll do it there. We can price like advertise. People would come to the house, make yeah, a bid on whatever yeah. it might be, an old grand piano, whatever it might yeah. be. Yeah. You know, he literally does this in his sleep. Like I'll, I'll walk in his room while he's sleeping, and he'll be like, hey, uh, "China, fifteen hundred. Uh, <laughs> gold coin, two hundred. It, it, it's bad. He literally does it in his sleep. Wait, well, let's hear from Pat in Burlington. Pat, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, and happy Thanksgiving weekend. Patty, with us? Yes, I'm here. I just wondered if you did make house calls. I'm not even sure if my stuff is is uh, worth it, but I was just there's so much of it. I just wondered, and if I could have the store number. Uh, the store number is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three or gold. Four six five three. Yes, and okay. we do oh. do house calls, and like that's actually why you ask us for the first opinion. You want to know what it's kind of worth. Uh-huh. If it's not, we don't charge for the first half hour. We actually don't charge hardly ever. But okay. what we'll do is we'll come down and say, this is the best way to get rid of your stuff. Even if we don't want it, uh-huh. we can advise you on how to get rid of it. Okay. And that's that's why you deal with um, an expert. Exactly, yeah. You guys are amazing. Uh, I'm in Burlington. Is that a problem? No, hold on. Let me Google that. Well, give us an idea of the contents. It's a 1963 split window Corvette in the garage and a bunch of Stradivarius uh, violins laying around. There's just some odd pieces of furniture and there's knickknacks and things that uh, I've had for ages from my aunt and my mom and I just wondered. Well, sometimes it could be gold, it could be silver. A lot of people sometimes don't even recognize what they have that's very good. And some of those old knickknacks can really, really surprise you because there are knick-knack collectors all over the world. And every day I get up and I thank God that they're there. <laughs> Someone either collects sp- – I've got collectors that collect everything from spark plugs to fire hydrants. Okay. Spark plugs, really? How do you wow. collect fire hydrants? They're outside. No, he collects fire hydrants. But that's Spire hydrants? Fire hydrants, yes. Oh, they, they, I was going to say fire stuff collectible, like old fire hall stuff. People pay a fortune for that. Most of it's cool, though, even old hoses or ladders or whatever it is, hats, these sorts of things. Today is Halloween. I mean, today is uh, oh. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sorry, I was going. But there are people collect ha- uh, Thanksgiving stuff. People collect Halloween, Christmas. There's For everything that's out there, there's a collector somewhere. The problem is sometimes you'll have a 1,000 of something there's only 200 collectors. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live here with Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. They are two of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. By the way, the back half of Season 2 coming up in the next bunch of weeks. We'll talk more about that. We're also taking your calls for free assessments on your stuff. For somebody like Pat, she's wondering, listen, I think I have too much stuff. It won't fit in my uh, late model Toyota Echo. I can't bring the chandelier in. Can you come to me? The answer is yes. If you want to get in touch with them off air, the store number is 905 905- 737-4653. That's 905-737-4653. You guys can make arrangements off air. Our next caller is going to be Maureen in Unionville. Maureen, happy long weekend. Same to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Take it away. Um, I have a floor model RCA Victor radio, and I was just wondering if there's any demand for those. Uh, it's... Uh, when I look in the back of it, it was the patent is 1916 to 1932. It's made in Canada. Oh. And I have, like, the model number and the serial number. Okay. Does it still work? Um, I, 
I don't know. I haven't. I don't think it does. I Fire mean, it up. We're listening. No, no, I don't have it in the house. It's in the garage. That's not a good place <laughs> for a radio. Oh, I know. I know. Unless you're scaring off the raccoons. That's always a good place. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's like it aesthetically, it's not in very good shape. I mean, it needs to be sanded down and refinished. But, like, all the plugs and everything are inside, and the, um, I mean, the, the tubes. And Maureen, that's the weakest sales pitch we've heard so far today. It oh. needs a lot of work. It's in the garage. It needs to be sanded down. You should say it's a beautiful, <laughs> one-of-a-kind radio. You'll never see it again. Well, I just wondered if there wasn't any demand for it, I would start getting rid of it because I'm trying to, um, you know, clean out my house. There probably is not. The way you're, if you put three hundred dollars in in work into your radio, you might have a hundred dollar value. Oh, is so that it's right? Probably, it's probably best. You might have other things out in the garage. It's like some people collect. They they ignore the garage. It's got old tins. People collect old tins. I once sold a St. Lawrence starch uh, um, corn. Uh, what was that? Corn syrup tin for twenty five hundred dollars. What? Because it had a picture of a hockey player on it. Wow. Oh, wow. So some people have, you might have the radio, and up on the shelf and above that radio, there might be one of those uh, St. Lawrence starch uh, corn, uh, corn syrup tins. So is there a hockey player on your radio? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Old advertising really does well, right? Yeah. Sometimes Old it's a doctor, a picture of a doctor endorsing a cigarette brand, and people go, wow, that's ironic. I'll pay money for that. That's very rare. You see these sorts of things. They still exist. Yeah. No. Maureen in Unionville, thank you so much for your phone call. Can I tell you I have another thing? Yes. Um, yeah. It's, it's uh, a bowl, and it's, it's, it's not China. It's, it's um, just pottery, and it's by Jay Kent in Fenton, England. We'd probably have to take a closer look at that. It doesn't, does it stick out? Is, is I'd there... have to see the mark, and it's, it's a pottery bowl. You say Jay Kent? Jay Kent, and it doesn't have the limited, just Jay Kent. Uh, Fenton. Uh, I did look it oh. up on the internet and, you know, I read a little bit about it. I couldn't quite find, I know there's one there that has um, Chinese roses and I looked at it. This one has roses and it also has birds on it too. Mm. Is it said made in England? Yes. Well, then it'll be after 1921. And a lot of that pottery, we brought a lot of it over to Canada and some of it is good, but most of it uh, with a lot of people downsizing now, there are more. This is an item where there might be more of these items around than there are collectors. Mm. And unless it's um, an artist signed piece or part of a larger set, and the reason I'm saying that, say you have an Ainsley China set and you you bust the cup and saucers, then somebody wants to. They had a lot, twelve, and they bust one. They have eleven now. They need to buy one. Those people are on the market. Right. Um, if you're trying to sell one piece of pottery, unless it's artist signed or you have collectors, it's tough. Oh. Maureen in Uni Unionville, thank you so much for your phone call. Another thing that I, I'm surprised by the market is like, uh, like toys from the early 80s made of plastic, but like a G.I. Joe, you know, aircraft carrier set. Well, that's a couple grand now if it's still all the parts are there. Like people go crazy for this stuff. Rare toys do very yeah. well. It's a classic case of people trying to recapture their childhood at slightly inflated prices. <laughs> it's a, an original six-inch plastic Chewbacca still in the box, and suddenly it's three grand. You're like, wow. Because you couldn't afford When you were nine years old, going into the store, you I'm couldn't I'm not nine. When you were nine, 
you couldn't afford it or you were dreaming and I didn't buy it from him and I'm a bad dad for not buying it. Now he's trying to buy back his childhood. I see. One piece at a time. The Chewbacca doll. We're going to go to um, Lisa in Georgetown. Good afternoon, Lisa. We are live. Hi there. How are you? Pretty good. Take it away. Okay. Um, I have a set of books. They're called Dickens Works. There's only nine books in the set, but um, they were published by the American Publishers Corporation. And the only thing that I can find on them is that they were in business for one year from 1896 to 1897. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're worth anything. <laughs> you're saying the rarities in the publishing? Is that what you're understanding? Sometimes as well? it might, if that was the first American publisher, but Dickens originally was published as magazines, mm. weekly, like mm-hmm. and Pickwick Papers and a lot of the early stories. Some of those are worth money. The later uh, library copies, and because Dickens was in every school and every, not book of the month back then, but they were told. Uh, every house had to have its library that looked like you were intelligent and actually read these books, <laughs> yeah. and people had that. That's why you have that. That's why <laughs> yeah. I have a book collection. We never. No, that's actually... why you have a book. Okay. And but some of the later books are not worth a lot of money. It's better just to keep them up on the shelf. In fact, some designers, if they're leather bound, they buy it leather bound books by the foot to put them on the shelf. Wow. So it might just end up as a piece of art for staging to sell a condo overprice or whatever. That's, That's crazy. It. But okay. <laughs> it's also good to read them as well, though. Intrinsic value. Lisa in Georgetown, thank you for your phone call. Let's go to Heather in Toronto. Heather, welcome to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. You're here with Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Heather, how are you? How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. Take it away. What do you got? Um, uh, my grandfather, who's been dead for quite a while, um, had um, an uncle who was a Canadian who fought in the U.S. Civil War. He was a non-officer. Wow. But I have his pistol and rifle. Do now that, that, what do you mean, you, Union Army stuff? Yeah. Whoa. If you were in the, in the studio with us right now, you would have seen all of our eyes bulge out at the same time. That's a nice sign. I'd have to see it, though. And okay. What do you so, know about the pistol? Because don't they have a hard time confirming because there yeah. wasn't an army well, issue? One for... thing I know is when I hold, I can hardly hold it up. It's very um, top heavy. It's really mm. hard to hold it. Okay. Like I, I can shoot, but I couldn't shoot with this. Okay. Do you have any other paperwork or any? You have that no. You said... I have no paperwork. All I know is he was a Canadian. He could ride and shoot, so he went from Lambton County down to Buffalo and joined Stars Fourth Cavalry, and he fought in the U.S. Civil War. Wow. Well, that's your providence right and there. And he lived to be 99. I would love, I don't know how far away you are from my store, but Bogart and I would love to see a piece like that, but, and even to come up with a value, because there's two parts we do. We come up with a value, and then we can help you sell it or come up with a price that you can sell it at. Right. If if that's what you want to do. Or we or, can buy it. I want a gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> or you might have to get a, an appraisal price for insurance purposes because something like that, I'd probably have it insured. Okay. Wait, but Paul, if she can connect all of this story, he, he was he could ride equestrian, he lived to 99, he served here, there, and here's the sort of the, 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 the story of this gun mm-hmm. or pistol and rifle. 
if you can verify that stuff, that that does add tremendous value, oh, yes. doesn't it? It's no longer just a piece. It's a part of this guy's life story, story which is valuable. Yes? Yes. Well, and um, the genealogy my mother wrote, oh, probably 30 years ago, and I've just um, rewritten it all. And it was ama- it's amazing what you want your dad the information you can get on Ancestry.com about people. Well, that's what we, we have. And we, we have do a our lot research. of family stories that have flowed down through the family, right? So, wait a second. So, Heather, everyone's excited. Everyone wants to get a look at this thing. So our request is that you come to the store, 10,341 Young Street. Yes. 10,341. Yep, 10,341 so Young Street. north. I'm at Young and St. Clair, so you're a long way from me. Well, Richmond Hill described as north. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. It's in the snow belt in Richmond Hill. I'm a downtown person, too. It is north, yes. But it'll be a fun trip. I go to Young. I go to Bathurst and St. Clair area about once a week. Okay. If I'd also, if you phoned us, I could go into your place and see it as well. That would so, be great. Okay, because okay. Um, that what is... What number should I call you at? I'm going to give you the number right now. So, okay. Heather, this is the number to reach... Uh, right. Paul and his son off air, 905-737-4653. Okay, 4653. I can't wait to hear the follow-up on this. I know. Right. This is Good. an astounding find. If, if it can okay. all be proven, or even if it's a nice-looking piece, my goodness. I just want to see it. Yeah. You've right. made part of our day today. Thank you. Heather, we're all excited. Okay. Thank you for your phone call. Bye-bye. Let's go to Sherry. Sherry, I'm told you're on the, on the road somewhere in the Kitchener area. How are you? Hey, great. Thank you. How are you doing? Good, good. Fantastic. On the road in the kitchen? Yeah. Thank you guys for <laughs> Oh, in Kitchener. Did I say oh, in the Kitchener. kitchen? <laughs> well, we're on our, on our way to Oktoberfest. I'm performing there tonight. Oh, cool. Oh, really? We were at yeah. Oktoberfest in, uh, two years ago. I knew I was in the right place when I saw the tables and the chairs nailed to the ground. But go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I hope you have a great night. <laughs> oh, we had a great um, time. Place I'm going to, they have uh, loose tables and chairs, but uh, I think we got a pretty good crowd anyway. Um, what do you got, Sherry? I just wanted to know, do you deal with hoarding situations? With hoarding? Yes, I my dad she... is classified as a hoarder. <laughs> no, I'm an expert on hoarding. Sorry. No. Um, yes, we can help you... with that. Um, and like I say, in case of... Some of the stuff, just if it's a massive amount, will be good. There might be a couple of gems in there that are worthwhile. Yep. But then you'll have to be willing to let go of the part that isn't. Yeah, wait, Sherry, do you mean the actual moving of contents, getting them appraised and finding them a market? Or do you mean confronting people emotionally about the trap? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, there, there's I've got a, a parent, yeah, I need to get them under control? Yeah, hoarding is a, a very complex issue. However, I'm dealing with a state personally that I have reduced down by... Um, two-thirds to three-quarters now. Uh, like, it's it's only about a third to a quarter left of it. So it, But what we have, we've discovered coin collections, clocks, 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 more clocks, um, several things that, you know, that could possibly be valuable in artwork. I don't know. Um, it is a safe environment now. It is accessible. It is you know, not a not a, a huge deal as far as hoarding is concerned. Um, however, you know the the problem is we don't know what to do with this stuff. This I think you do now. Yeah, you've called the right people. <laughs> um, Bogart is not happy. He says, "Is it heavy hoarding or not?" It was an extreme hoarded property. It, it, it was legendary. Uh, okay. 
no. it was several properties um, originally, and then we brought it down to the one property. The one property had uh, three outbuildings, uh, four would be a, a carport, the entire garage up into the rafters attic, uh, basement to rafters basically inside and out, and same with one of the other properties. Well, sounds like my dad's house. <laughs> no. What were some of the items that were attractive to this person? Was it signs? Uh, was it cars? Was my it... father's estate. I am writing about this event. I'm working with an uh, uh, organization to help with the process. I, I'm helping other people in the process of it. Um, it was dominantly clocks in the beginning, uh, and it grew continuously over 55 years in the same house plus he had purchased another property two hours away in mount forest where he had hoarded that property inside and out uh four outbuildings uh, wow yeah it, it was it's quite a process it's been three and a half years in total this sounds like a job for consignment heroes and we can actually help you we have to see it um if it's clocks clocks have can range in from a dollar. Our first show on, on Storage Wars, we dealt with a clock that was worth $20, but in good shape, it would have been worth 300 But we're, this is something exactly what we can help with because we can say, no, this is not good or this is good. And you, if you had a lot of stuff, uh, without, just, without getting more information, it's hard for me to help you on the phone. But if you give us a call, 737 uh, sorry, 905-737-GOLD, we can help you with it. And if, especially if you have a coin collection, that's right up our alley. If you have old comics and old paper goods, that's right. We're experts on that. Anything to do with old records, I'm sure we can help each other. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live this long weekend. I'm here with Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. And you guys are exa- get some experts in there and alleviate some of this stress. I know a lot of people, they're sort of left with maybe not hoarders, but sometimes just a 2,500-square-foot house with a lifetime worth of things. And it's very overwhelming for regular people that work 40 hours a week and have kids to deal with it. This is a good place where it certainly seems like Sherry could use your help, from oh, what yes. I can tell. We've got it consolidated down to one-third. We've still got a property full of three outbuildings. My goodness. And Bogart, your back must already be sore. You're going to be oh, moving all this stuff. I hate hearing these stories. He loves them. His his eyes lit up right away when he heard of this. Oh, three buildings? I can get three buildings worth of stuff? And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's about 20 truckloads, uh, one new back, 10 trips to the dump. Like, uh... <laughs> That's all right. Strap in, man. Chalk up your hands, get ready to lift all day long. But, hey, it'd be a great follow-up story. I mean, listen, we just had the pistol and rifle that might have been used in the Civil War. Now we've got – it would be great if we could come back and share the story. You wouldn't believe what we found, and we've changed their lives with this huge event that happened, a sale, an auction. Who knows? Wait, can can I shoot a gun in the studio? <laughs> I would love that. That would be good radio. Yeah, especially a beautiful old pistol. Bang! In the meantime, we got to take a quick break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live. Our phone number for a, a live appraisal of any antique, collectible, coins, comic book, anything you might have that's rare or old that might have value, you can call in now for a free appraisal. 416-360-0740. Again, 416-360-0740. If you have an issue where you think that... Uh, Paul and Bogart need to come to your place and sort of give you an assessment. You can call the off-air number. That is 905-737-4653. That's 905-737-4653.
Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Good afternoon. We are live here at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village, here for Consignment Heroes, a show all about your stuff. We're here with two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart Kenny. They can give you a free live assessment of your stuff, or in some cases we're hearing about you've inherited a hoarder's home and you don't know what to do with it, or you have antique pistols and you don't know what to do with it. Well, they have a store. It's located at 10,341 Young Street. What's that? Just north of Young and Major Mac, right? Yes. Yeah. If you've hit the beer store, you've gone too far. If you've hit the beer store, you've gone too far or not far enough on a long weekend. Who knows? Uh, our phone lines are open for your free assessment right now. It is uh, 416-360-0740. Our next caller is Jody in Scarborough. Jody, good afternoon. Hello. I was wondering, could you give me some information on J. Price Bricks? Jay? Is this just a guy you used to date and you're looking to connect again or what? <laughs> No, I was cleaning out the shed, and I came across some bricks, and they're all stamped J. Price. So I looked on uh, Bing, I guess it was, and there's a whole thing on um, historical uh, restoration sites and so on and so forth, and they look for these old bricks, like reclaimed bricks. And J. Price apparently was a big, big company here in Ontario, and he made the finest bricks. Uh, they were all different types of bricks. And uh, what I read was that they really are interested in the soft mud bricks and so on. And But it, it, there's some interest out there for Jay Price. How many do you have? I have about 10. 10? And what color are they? They're red. They're red. Oh, okay. Interesting. Did the only thing I do know about old bricks is that I, apparently like back in the day, like I guess in the 1940s or whatever, that beige bricks used to be a penny more per brick than red. So if you wanted to build an upscale building, it'd be like a tan or beige brick would be the indication that it was more expensive than red brick, which would have been your builder basic at the time. You can't build a very big house out of 10 bricks. That's <laughs> well, all I'm thinking right now. I don't now. know, man. Call it a micro loft <laughs> in Toronto. Might get 300 grand for it. If someone's going to do an authentic restoration, they might be in demand that way. I know people buy the old doors, the old windows. Um, I'm just thinking... That you might have stumped me today, but by next week, I'm going to find out about J. Price Bricks. Would, please. Okay, all right. So you've stumped us on that one. Some antique bricks, possibly. 
Yeah, I generally try and deal with things that are gold, silver, and lighter than that. Bricks. <laughs> you can't melt bricks. You can't yeah. melt bricks. Gotcha. Okay, well, we'll dig into it. Maybe we can have a, a follow-up for next week. We can give you the story of the company. But I can tell you that if they were in this area, the bricks may not be that rare at all. Yeah, no, there'd be a... Well, there's one or two houses in this area, and they're all built of bricks. I was just going to say, there's probably uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them, in structures that are still standing, yeah. And well, if they were that valuable, people would be ripping bricks off of walls. Well, I was going to say, like, it's like, oh, my house is worth more money. It's built by J Bricks. J Price Bricks. J Price Bricks. Does that make it more expensive? I don't know. Well, you always hear brownstones, right? Obviously not yeah. a brick, but they you know, adds value, the different type of style. Uh, let's go to Gail in Mississauga. Gail, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Hi. How are you? We're good. What do you got? Good. Um, I have a Toby mug. Okay. Um, which has no markings on the bottom. I'm lost right oh. away. You have a what? What is no, it? No, it's a Toby a mug. Toby. They made it in figurine. Toby it's mug. a figurine. Who's the, what's the figure that's on it? Um, it's an ugly looking guy. <laughs> with. Uh, I'm looking at one right now. Yeah, with a mug in his hand, with his legs crossed. His head is bigger than his body. Is it hand-painted, or does it look like, and what are the colors like? Um, well, his pants are yellow, his jacket's black. Yeah. Um, he's got a black peaked sort of cap. He's Help the you, listeners out. What, what is this thing? It's a mug that's it's a also... Mug. It's a it's, Toby. Yeah, it's Toby. It's a figural mug. It's got a shape of a person or something on yeah, it. Yeah, I think they were, they were quite popular. I think it was probably from Britain. I don't know, because yeah. there's no markings on the bottom. Well, that can either, if it's older, it means it's pre-1880, which could be good. But the Toby Mug Collectors, again, usually at auction, they'll go for 10 to $15. Oh, And okay. not a lot of money on those. Yeah. You know, okay. it's just, uh, but it's still good as a mug. And uh, I wish I'd give you better information on this. Yeah, okay. I have another piece. Okay. And it's called Black Basalt. It's yeah. by Wedgwood. Yep. And it's a black mug with all carvings all over it. Um, and there again, there is no markings other than the fact it says Wedgwood on the bottom. There's but a I know it's black basalt. Yeah, that was popular again in the 30s. And uh, certain designers are worth the money. But again, most China has gone down in price. There's stuff okay. from the 30s. There's not as many people collecting it. But okay. like the straight up and down line ones go for about $25 for the uh, cups and saucers. Yeah, um, this is quite ornate. It's got quite a bit of carving on it. The other piece I have is an Ainsley cup and saucer um, okay. with a signature inside. Bailey or Jones? Uh, just a minute. Bailey. Bailey. We just sold, get this, uh, we bought a set of china, which, and we just sold it for $15,000 on eBay. What? what? We had a the the cream and sugar and teapot went for uh, thirty one hundred U.S. and we had uh, place that we sold the twelve place settings for seven or eight thousand, and then some cream soups. Um, now, what kind of colors do you have in the cup and saucer? Okay, well, it's red. Okay, and it has gold um, a gold handle, and inside it's got uh, fruit or. Flowers? No, flor flowers. Flowers. It's got pinks and blues and different colors. And the saucer, of course, is bright red and it's got gold trim. They're going between 75 and 125. Um, they, it's um, still very desirable for a cup and saucer. 
and uh, they're very they've become much more collectible than they were even five years ago. People are so, buying those. So you're figuring what about 175? 125. 125. Yeah, if it's okay. what I think it is, and it has to. When you ting it, you gotta ting it, and make sure there's no cracks or crazing in it. Okay. Is ting a term? Ting is a term. Give it a ping test. Okay, studio, give it up. That was a great performance. That was, uh, that was amazing. You're saying, is it flowers inside? Does it say Bailey's? Who yeah. knew that you had expertise in this area? I was going to say, that was our first estate sale on air. Wait that was amazing. I want to say that Bogart and I were the smartest people on Storage Wars Canada. Fair enough, yes. It's, it's, it's a rumor we're trying to start. We're going to start <laughs> right now. Well, that was impressive, and thank you for your phone call. Let's go to Eleanor in St. Catharines. Eleanor, how are you? Oh, fine, thank you. What do you got? I have an Edison gramophone. Okay. With a cylinder, and I can play it for you. Yes. Do you want to hear it? Let's hear the good. Sure. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> More? No, that sounds like it's working perfectly. Oh yeah, it's, it's very, very. It's very. It's a wood cabinet. It's it's very well. Uh, How many of the cylinders do you have to go with it? Uh, probably a dozen. Okay, and they're all in good shape. Something like that. Um, they used to be more, but they're, right now they're probably going for four or five hundred dollars oh, okay. if they're still working. And oh, yes. it sounds like yours is working perfectly. <laughs> and people are like right. Your um, gramophone's a little early, but people are returning to vinyl in a big way right now, mm. and retro's getting bigger. Unfortunately, you're even pre-vinyl. Oh, but like, I, I also have a, I don't know what make it is, but I also have a portable uh, record player, and, and it has, it's for vinyl also, and it's a crank one. It's wind-up is like this one is. Oh, they go for about $150, uh-huh. um, depending, because you got, it might, might say RCA on it, and you've got to remember the big names, they made a lot of them. They were sold in Eaton's for $20 or right. $15 back then. So that something like that. When but, it was, that was probably when it was bought. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and yeah. any old postcards or anything else like that you saved or yeah, just you just um, saved the record player? Well, no. I, I, have, I have antique telephones also. Okay. Uh, all Canadian. And uh, one has the magneto light and the, and the battery box in the bottom. Cool. Yeah, very yeah, uh, yeah, very old and. This is not a wall phone then. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it is a wall phone. Yes, so people are using those to decorate their cottages and even getting the retro look. Um, yeah. Phones like that are probably two to three hundred dollars to go on the wall. Doesn't okay. and but the phone doesn't have to work. Oh yeah, well the the, the crank works because the uh, magneto light makes. I paid for three hundred dollars for it mega years ago. Yeah, yeah, but that's about the my... same. They're, they have an appreciated price, but still, you're getting your three hundred dollars back. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> yes. And Eleanor, that was a an an Edison gramophone, was it? Yes, it is. And do you want to sell it? Um, I'm not sure yet. My friend just called me and said she was listening to you on the radio, and she said I thought of you, so she called me and said, "Why didn't you call them?" So, so more or less value than you thought? Um, I don't. I don't really know. My husband bought it for me many, many years ago. And it's kind of it's it's in the living room. It's it's kind of okay. So you're still enjoying it. It's still yeah, a, yeah, still do, a piece yeah. for you. Well, okay. Sort of. I play it for a few people. You can't stand it after a while. 
The cylinders might be Again, worth more as hurting well. her own sale, right? <laughs> <laughs> just hurt. You know, it looks great. It just sounds awful after too long, though, right? Oh, oh yeah, no, no. You kind of think, oh, I no, know, but I there's don't... thousands of people listening, going, "I'd give Eleanor five hundred for this thing," and then you go, "Ah, you know what? After thirty seconds, you want to go crazy." Oh yeah, no. After you play it for a while, you kind of go, "Oh, ah, now I know why they gone to CDs and stuff like that." No. <laughs> 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 Honest sales tactics. Okay, okay. Thank you very much Thank for calling, you. Eleanor. Thanks for the phone call. We are going to take a quick break. We are live here at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. I'm Ben Mercer here with Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart Kenny, two stars from Storage Wars Canada. They're here at your service for Consignment Heroes. We're live on the radio. Phone lines are open 416-360-0740. If you want a free phone appraisal right now, how cool is that? Eh? Listen to a gramophone live on the radio. Oh, yeah. The number 416-360-0740. If you want to get in touch with Paul and Bogart off air, if you have a more complicated question or you want them to do a house call, the number to call them at is 905-737-4653. That's 905-737-4653. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. Back to your phone calls in just a quick moment. We should point out that uh, your store location, 10,341 Young Street, just north of Young and Major Mac, Come in, get an appraisal, meet the two stars from Stores Wards Canada. And also, one thing uh, we should always talk about is scrap gold. If you're someone oh, like yeah. my wife, you got like three or four broken gold necklaces that you're, she's just planning to hold on to for the next 50 years, you can move on with your life and take them to people like you, repair or get rid of them altogether. Yeah. In our store, we have experts there. We'll test the gold and we'll give you, you can get a price... Unlike other people, we'll give you a price over the phone. If you know something's 10 carat and what it weighs, we'll give you the, what we're going to give you over the phone. And you can compare shop that way. It's, I think it's very important that people get the right price because people are sometimes going into places and they're getting 50 cents on the dollar, 30 cents on the dollar. Mm. And they should be on gold. Gold is, the, is real money. So if you've got a ring that weighs 20 grams and if it's, say, it's uh, 20 grams and it's 14 carat, we're going to give you $540 for it. Very nice. And a lot of people say they might go in and, and, say, and the guy says, I'll give you 200 You might think that's a lot, but it's actually $300 less than you should be getting. Yeah. So this is why you get the second opinion. Or you can either call us, we'll give you the price, and if the other person, if someone pays more than us, that's okay. 
but at least no, give no, us that's a not how you sell it. You got to say <laughs> I pay the most. I yeah. no. Well, Today I has do. been a lesson in weird sales tactics. By the way, everyone's just down talking their own product, but whatever. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You, you're just saying you're looking out for the customer first. Yes. We're looking at, we're allowed to make money, but we're not trying to retire on every sale. That's gotcha. the difference. I am. And, <laughs> you are. <laughs> and also, if you bring in your scrap gold, you could turn it into gold bars. We have the gold bars there. And if you bring in $2,000 for the gold and you want to turn it into a bar that you can put in your safety deposit box so that your kids or grandkids down the road, if you're porting it away, will know what it is. Oh, yeah? If they yeah. just have a ring, it can get thrown out. Oh, this is a dirty ring, and someone throws it out. If it's a gold bar and says 999 Royal Canadian Mint on it, yeah. there's a heck of a chance of it not going into the garbage. Where you put the gold bars you saved for me, huh? Um, it's We don't have a very big safety deposit box. That's I was going to say, even that was a generous thought, right? Most people think, I have damaged jewelry. I don't want to yeah. wear it. It's a gold ring. It's missing a few diamonds. I don't wear it anymore. Well, get it appraised, trade it in, and go buy some replacement stuff, you know? That's yes. that's another... I know a lot of people that do have damaged jewelry. Maybe they were out gardening or something, a diamond fell out or a bent gold or whatever. You know, rather than just see it every day and be sad that it's ruined, yeah. get it moving. Get it moving. And this is another thing. People should, if you're going to hand stuff down to your grandkids or kids, make notes so they know what kind of stuff. After you've talked to me and I've told you something is worth... I tell people, please write a note because four years from now, if it's going to sell it, you should have an idea of what it was worth then. That's fair. And so that your kids know not to sell it for $39.60. Speaking of which, for people to get involved, get engaged, ask some questions, they can go to 10,341 Young Street and visit the store. But on top of that, I mentioned it because there's an auction on the 15th. You should let the people know about that again, the details there. On October 5th, this Saturday coming up, October 15th, starting at 11 o'clock, and you can preview on Friday, we're going to have about 650 lots of coins, uh, gold, silver, RCM product. Like These are the ones that you see advertised on TV. They'll say, buy this uh, triceratops with uh, gold teeth and uh, a little green guy in his nose, and they'll they expect to pay $250 for it. We're going to sell them two for one twenty-five at auction. Right. Okay. So, well, people collect that way. Oh, look at this. It's a ladybug, and it's got this. I'm should, I shouldn't it's be true, talking yeah. this down, but... No, no, you know, but Year of the collect. Dragon or whatever it is, Year of the Snake, people want yeah. these sort of collectibles mixed in with all these other if things. If you're going yeah. to collect, collect for less money. I like it. That's what we're trying to do. Save you some money. Let's get back to the phone lines. We have Cheryl in Arden. Cheryl, how are you? I'm good. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Great. Thanks for taking my call. I have a limited edition giant panda print by Robert Bateman. Uh, I am the original owner. It is museum framed. I'm wondering if you can give me any idea what I could sell that for. How big is the edition? Where did it come from? How did you end up with that? Oh, gosh. I bought it, I don't know, maybe 25 years ago. It was... Done by Robert Bateman, and there was only supposed to be 5,000 prints in the world, oh. and it was to help save the giant pandas. They made 5,000. Is that a numbered print, like number 627 of 5,000? It's and something. No, does right it say that in pencil on the bottom? It's on... Yeah, she's saying it's number yeah, 3,000 it and something. Oh. where his signature is. Oh, and it's signed? See, yeah. that's a large print run. Um, it is. As a matter of fact, after I bought it, they did a further run of 5000 which probably devalued it somewhat. 
here. Yeah, that's I cruel when they do that. Dollars for it. Museum framed all those years ago. Right. And you've got it framed up. They're probably you could probably ask between two fifty and four fifty on wow. something like that. Um and it's mainly because it's Bateman and because people uh the panda, but five thousand's a big issue. And she says it they is. did another five thousand. And they did another five thousand. It's watering right. down the market, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that is what happened, but well, it's like it yeah, it that is. Seinfeld joke when he says about cars and they always try to sell more. Be like, it's the limited edition. He's like, yeah, right. Limited to as many as you can sell. I know. It's almost a shame. Whenever you see special collector's edition or limited edition on something, run away. It's good if you want to collect it. It's not good if you want to invest in it. She's not going to run away from it. She's trying to sell it. No, it's a nice piece. <laughs> but it, it went to a good cause. We're going to go to Anne in Ajax. Anne, we are live. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Take it away. Okay. Uh, I have a wooden telephone that somebody left for me, and it's, I don't know if it's called Elecone or Lelecone. It's limited. It's wooden except for the handle, like, you know, the, the handpiece. And on the bottom, there's a number. Actually, there's two numbers there. One is um, 35. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, 35. And the other one is somebody like, sort of burned it in, five. 41. Now, when you say alicone, what's alicone? It's either alicone or because it's so old, it could be a large L as well. So it's alicone or or lelicone limited. It's a wall mount? It's a wall phone? No, it's a desk. And it's made out of wood? Yes. What kind of condition is it in? Yeah. Um, There's one button missing. Well, it's old, so it's, it's a few nicks and crannies there. Oh, so it's not a rotary dial. It's a, it's a push button? Yes. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six buttons, black, and one red. What? It, must, it sounds like um, a dictaphone or an inter-office thing. I was just going to say, like, than, like a corporate. Uh, a telephone. And some mid-century stuff is very, very popular, and people are collecting it, industrial or... Uh, uh, mid-century modern, as we call it, but office stuff, people left their office and they want to leave it alone. Um, I don't know this piece, but I'm. if I was looking at it, I don't know if I'd have any collectors for it either. I'll you tell need you, collectors. And I'll tell you what you can do. You can email uh, uh, Paul and Bogart a photo of it after you give them a call at the store or through their business yeah. number, and that is 905-737-4653. Let's go to Veronica in Toronto. Veronica. You're live on Consignment Heroes. How are you? Fine, thank you. Good. Take it away. Um, I just want to give um, Paul a, a, a plug. Um, I oh, uh, am an estate liquidator in Toronto, so I sell house contents. Um, oh, I did what Paul said. Uh, we had a lot of sterling silver at a diplomat's home. We had three appraisals um, for the sterling silver, anywhere from 8000 to 10000 He paid us twenty. Yeah. Twenty thousand dollars he paid. This so, is this is our so, Paul. Yeah, no, no, I, I, mean, I thank wow. you. I remember that. Wait, you gave someone that much money? <laughs> I, it's yeah, okay. I, gotta... I made money. I didn't give any of you though. <laughs> thank you, Veronica. <laughs> yeah, no, Veronica has does house sales and does content sales and does an excellent job. Right, they, they'll price it up. I um, I've been nothing but professional. Had professional dealings with her, and uh, with that and the sterling. Um, you're not going to sell $20,000 of sterling at a house sale. I know, but I'm watching Bogart doing the math. He says that you're giving up like ten grand. 
you owe him five is probably the reverse <laughs> math that you're doing here, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you're giving fair prices like that. Veronica, thank you so much for your phone call. Thank you, okay. Veronica. What a nice Take person. Care, Calls yeah. in to let you know that you're a fair bargain, fair trade guy. Very nice. That's the first I heard. Let's go to Julie in Scarborough. Julie, how are you? Hey, Julie. Julie? What's, what's well, we listening have a, on we ha- Julie's life? What we have a doing? lot of phones Hello? for sale. Maybe she can Julie? use one. Yeah, it's Julie. Uh, hi. Sorry, we were listening to you fumble around. What do you got? Yeah, um, I've got a couple of things. The first thing I have is called, it's by Precious Moments, a figurine. Uh, it's called Walking by Faith, and it's E3117, the number. Okay. That's pretty Okay, so. <laughs> there are people who collect the Precious Moments, and... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost like the Royal Canadian Mint stuff. I'm glad they do, but especially when they give them numbers, always people want to collect everything in a row. Right. Oh, they want consecutive. They so want they'd consecutive. want like 66, yeah. 67, 68 is what they would want. It's, it's, and some things have gone up in price. And, and for those who are wondering, the Precious Moments figurines, Paul, help me out. This is like they're almost like animated 3D characters. A yeah, couple it's like of a kids girl. kissing, Aren't these first girls? kiss things. Right. Precious Moments, isn't the ones you have little girls? Yeah, it's a, a little girl, a little boy, and they're care- it's like they got a wagon full of their stuff. Yeah. It's called Walking by Faith. It's, it's, it's quite nice. <laughs> a lot of these go for 20 to $30, and it's a type of stuff, actually, if we're, we're planning on doing a house sale later on this month, uh, that there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff in it. But when we put in the house sale, uh, it'll sell for 5 or $10. And then someone will take it and put it on eBay and make more money on it. Just how it happens with that stuff. You if know? you love it, keep it. That'd yeah. be the advice. Gentlemen, we're out of time. I'm so Again. sorry. The phone lines are exploding right now. We can't take any more live on the air, but we can direct you to your 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 professional number here off air to get in touch with Paul and Bogart. The number is 905-737-4653. Again, 905-737-4653. If you need an in-home assessment of larger items or a house full of items, you can give them a call. And uh, otherwise, we'll talk to you again next Sunday live at 1 p.m. And, of course, watch for them on TV. How many countries are you guys in again now? We're in 140 countries. Wow. And we're, we're somewhere in the world, we're violating someone's TV at this very moment. You're on. In we're on world. somewhere. That's got to be overwhelming, no? You're in 150 countries. And the back right? half of season two coming up. Yeah, and we're much smarter run radio than we are on TV. How's that? I I was going to say one thing we haven't talked about. We did. You guys celebrated a big win. For those who don't know, Bogart's a big poker player. You had a huge victory when you came in last week. And we didn't want to brag too much, but a lot of success you're finding with cards right now. Well, I try to keep it on the down low. I don't like to brag too much about it. I don't want anyone to think I have a little bit of money. But uh, <laughs> very, very, very yeah. impressive win. I love, I love traveling for poker tournaments. You know, yeah, I go 140 countries, not on TV, but traveling for poker tournaments. Very good. Yeah, gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And again, to get in touch with them off air, nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. You can visit them anytime at their store during working hours, ten thousand three forty one Young Street. And look for our picture on the door before you come in. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.